Welcome to the Soul Liberated Life Podcast, where you come to activate the remembrance of who you are, unlock the gifts you're here to offer, and unleash the co-creative experience you're here to love through. I'm your host, Jody Rodenbaugh, sharing deep wisdom and life intelligence through my life and death experiences, and through my gifts in liberating and expanding powerful soul-led leaders and your lineage. Every episode holds timeless wisdom and potent messages to call your soul back home and into her wildest dreams and deepest desires. So strap on your headphones, breathe into your heart, expand your mind. Let's go. Hey love, if you haven't already checked out episode 17, go back and listen because this is a continuation of that episode. I'm going to jump right in. Even though long before the history of me dating anyone, I decided I will not love that way. I will not date that way. I will not date that man, that kind of man, all of the things. I made that with that 5%, remember? But what children are is they are like sponges. They just feel all the things. And they take on that frequency and they don't have a shutoff valve before they're seven years old. Everything is just feeling energy. Children under the age of seven years old, they're just feeling everything. They're just feeling. They're that feeling substance. They're just feeling it all in. And then once they get old enough, they start rationalizing, justifying, and making up stories of, you know, why these feelings are the way they are. Why I feel the way I feel. Many times they don't. But in this relationship, although it was the the hardest relationship that I have ever in the history I've ever been in my life it was also one of the most healing because the things that drive you freaking crazy the things that are triggering you about other people are the things that either you have not healed within yourself and you're still not seeing yourself as the perpetrator You think that it's all them. If you think that it's all them and you're still communicating around it, it's because you haven't stopped and did this work through Rise where you are riffing. You are getting radically responsible and looking in at yourself and saying, where is this still in me? That is a wealthy question. Where is this still in me? When someone does something that pisses you off, says something, when your attitude is like, "Mm, mm, mm," where is that still in me? Because here's the deal. If you're here for freedom, that's why I'm here. 
I am here to experience a beautiful life and the most beautiful life that I could possibly experience in the time that I have here. And that means that I have to have absolute power of my emotions because if I have absolute power over my emotions, I have absolute power over anything, anything that's thrown my way. And I can either walk away or I can stand there and continue to take it so that I can see that it's still in me. Sometimes it's not that it's still in you. It's that you won't allow yourself to A, B, C, and D. That would be like basic forms of jealousy. So it's either this point and without having stories, it's hard to really say, but it's either a point of where is that still in me or where am I not allowing myself to? So if you're triggered, for example, around people who don't work hard, what did you do today? You didn't do anything today. No, I did. I, I did some things. It's either the trigger is about what you're not allowing yourself to do, and that's why you're so triggered by it. You think there's some kind of injustice here. They're going to take from you or you're going to have to do all the work around here. <laughs> They're not doing anything, which sometimes is true. But you won't know the truth until you can stand right there with soul communication, letting shit land and asking yourself these higher level questions for you to critically think about what it is that's going on inside of you. Because nobody makes you feel any way that you don't agree with. On some level, you agree with them or you wouldn't be feeling the feeling that you're feeling. So when this human would say the things that he would say, do the things that he would do, I would simply, it wasn't a matter of, you need to do this. You need to do that. No, you don't talk to me that way. No, this or that. That is not boundaries. Boundaries is, I got me. I got me. If that's who you decide to be, go on. And once you've had enough, you know, the, the, it's like a joke and I'm terrible with jokes, but let me just tell you this joke. <laughs> it's not really a joke, but there's this old man who sits on his porch every day and he's got an old dog and this old dog sits on this nail every day and he just whines and whines and whines and whines. And the mailman comes up and he's like, what is wrong with this dog? Every day I come up here and every day he's just whining. Why is he whining? And the, the old man that sits on the porch says, you're sitting on a nail. And the mailman says, well, why doesn't he move? And the old man says, because I guess he doesn't hurt bad enough. That's the thing. You got to ask yourself, what am I trying to prove here? What am I trying to be right about? Are you trying to be right that whatever the person is saying, 
Like, listen, listen, to li listen in on what someone is saying. Like, let it drop without the victim glasses. Because when you sit and so-called take it from someone, they're not the problem. Y you are. Because... You're not walking away. You're not taking care of yourself, taking your power back. So that's first where soul communication came in. Untangle inside of you. I was like, show me, show me. Where is that still in me? Cause that shit that I'm seeing is ugly. Ugly. And then when you get to a point where you're like, all right, all right, is that in me? No, I can't see it anywhere. Have you had enough? I've had enough. Now it's time to go. It's time to go. So relationships that are challenging are not bad. You can choose to stay or go, but relationships that are challenging, you don't, it's, it's not about wanting them to be different. Wanting them to be different is about you not wanting somebody to be a certain way or do a certain thing so you don't have to feel the feeling that you feel. Here's the thing. The reason why I was, I, I was so like, I was literally afraid to leave this man. I was literally afraid to break up with him. One, I didn't know what the fuck he was going to do. Because you, you cannot rationalize with crazy. There's no sense there. You can't predict. When you can't predict what someone will do, what someone will say, what some, when something has happened, now we have uncertainty and now we have trauma. So I don't recommend people stay with people like I did, especially if they don't have somebody there helping them through the, the trauma. But the thing that I was afraid of, mostly afraid of, I was afraid to feel guilt. I was afraid to feel guilt. Guilt of leaving a wounded soldier. And when I found that, I was like, oh, that is not mine. That is not mine. That is not my context for life. That wounded soldier is choosing to be that wounded soldier. I'm going to walk. If he chooses to rise, he'll rise. He'll put some boots on and rise. But if not, no, I'm not going to stand here and continue this. Because I know who I am. I was afraid to feel guilt. And all you have to do is feel it for a moment and then it's gone because guess what? Guess what? That guilt that I was afraid to feel that was in me and my secret thoughts the whole entire time, the whole entire time. You just don't see it. You don't see it. But if I hadn't gone through and cleaned all of that up, I, I'm not sure that I would have manifested my husband now. I, I, I can't say, I, I mean, 
it would have been something different or I would have had the coaching or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it would be. It doesn't matter because I'm here. <laughs> because I'm here. And that story and how I manifested him, that is a story in and of itself. But I wanted you to see how I came up with this process and why it was so ugly and why it's such a beautiful thing. Because I, I still use it. Uh, my kids use it. When you need a little extra help, now you can bring in your, in your other tools to back it up. But if you just can tell yourself the truth, these, if you can catch these secret thoughts and these secret emotions that you're feeling and lay them out, you can go. If you need a little extra help, do some of your trauma releasing, tapping. Do you guys know the tapping? It's amazing. If you're in a heart, if you are in the heart of the matter and, and you really can't grab the, the emotions, um, the stories behind them, as you are talking shit on yourself, as you're doing the riffing, just start tapping on these points. Your right side, just start tapping on these points because it starts to break up that, that energy. These are your meridians. Traditional, like I said the other day, traditional tapping never worked for me. But when I started doing, just doing that, started releasing a little bit more. But you don't have to do that. It's not necessary. But it does move it. Just follow your intuition. Pay attention. All right. What else do I have for you today? Life is a game of trust, you guys. When you cross that bridge, it's a game of trust. That's all it is. What you believe about yourself, your self-image, is what determines how you play the game. It's what determines how you play the game. Because if you have a higher self-image... You won't feel dependent upon somebody else to tell you what you need to do with your life. What's best for you. you that door won't be open. The next step will be there and the next step will be there. And does that mean you do it alone? No, you don't. Not if you want to get to where you're going across that bridge. You... you you can try and you can, you can go at it, but to have somebody there to guide you is in freaking valuable. I would not be where I am today without guidance, but I don't choose people who tell me what's best for me. I choose people who see me for who I am, who activate who I am, who help me remember who I am. And they walk alongside me with grace and accountability. They don't believe in my victim stories. Does that mean that they, they don't have empathy? No. Empathy is part of the process. Empathy is, is looking at that other person that was just abusing you. Using nasty words to you and all the things. Looking at them and going, gosh... 
Where is that coming from for them? After you've done your work. Because if you can have empathy for them, then you're able to see where they're coming from. But if it's an all the time, every time, like you will see cycles in abuse. You will see cycles in toxicity, toxic people. You will see cycles in your relationship. If your relationship is good, sometimes bad, sometimes like you don't even know that that's sure signs. But if it's just you guys growing, you're going to be able to see things and you're going to be able to call it out in yourself and then touch base and work through it in partnership. It's a beautiful thing. Actually, I have one new program with you, for you that I'm going to share. It's going to be an intensive sort of a bite size of this particular program that we go, we go deeper. I'm going to take you slower, but I'm going to take you through this process over a 21-day, 30-day period. 21 days is the program, but it's like a 30-day container. And that's like a bite-sized program. Then I also have this brand new thing that I'm doing that I have never done before in all the 10 years that I've been coaching. And I'm so freaking excited about it. I am packaging up my entire library of curriculum. You know I used to be a teacher. You know I'm an educator. One of my potentiality goals and dreams. You guys, goals, goals are, your goal is your container for life. It is what you want in your life. It is growth and exceptionality over your lifetime. It is becoming who you really are. It is breathing new life. That's the goal. That is the purpose. It's beautiful relationships and having experiences with the people that you love. But the plans change. The blueprint changes. We, we do that in pencil. We do that in pencil. Because things happen. Un unfortunately, they happen. Death happens. Disease happens. It's not your fault but it happens. So I'm packaging all of that up and I'm also creating a new program for that. I'm going to have a couple of calls in there, a couple of private calls in there. And what I mean by that is it's a long-term commitment. I have two ways for you to work with me in that container, six months or 12 months. And it will really depend on where, you at, where you're at in your life and what you got going on and what you wanna accomplish. I'm going to share Becoming Love Genius with you. That's kind of a middle-of-the-road commitment. So I'm going to share all of those options for you if you want to go further. And if you don't, that is okay too. You guys, take your Epsom salt baths tonight with some essential oils because we're processing emotional stuff that's not even ours right now. However, you need to take care of your human Take care of your sexy soul. Let her know that she's safe. Let her know that you've got her. And breathe and enjoy 
this time that we have here. Much love to you. Hey, beauty. I hope you enjoyed today's transmission. If you found this valuable, we would love to know by giving us your rating and review. And of course, by sharing the good word with your people. To get closer access to me, come on over to IG at Jody Rodenball and search Soul Liberated Life on Facebook to enter our complimentary Facebook group. If you'd like to know how to partner with me for your liberation and deeper ways you can learn from me, just send me a DM on the IG or FB. I'd love to hear from you. Until the next episode, remember, there's magic to be unleashed inside of you and miracles beyond your wildest dreams ready for you to answer your call. You coming?